Hey y'all, so before we get into today's episode, I want to say fuck Mercury Retrograde. I don't know what happened with my mic the entire recording. It was like kind of cutting in and out. And to be honest, I wasn't even going to put it out. But I had a couple of people ask me about today's episode. And guess what? It's 1014 on Friday. So I am still making it on time for Fine and Thick Friday. And also... I heard a couple of people's recordings this week and I feel like everyone had some sort of technical issue. Um, So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I let a lot out in this episode that I needed to get out and I'm going to put it out in the universe. So I hope you guys enjoy. Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week, it's just me. I decided to do a little Q&A for you guys. Um, I posted on my Instagram yesterday that I wanted a couple of questions from you guys and a few of you answered, so I have a couple of questions. I am recording today, the day it comes out, okay? Like, literally, I have been... It's been a week, you know, Mercury is in retrograde for all of my people who believe in the sun, moon and stars. Mercury has been in retrograde for the past couple of days. And when I tell you me and my child have been feeling it, bro, we've been feeling it. And um, before we get into the question portion um, of the episode, which is basically going to be most of the episode, I did want to say thank you to everyone who reached out to me after I had my little, um, I don't want to say meltdown because it wasn't that serious, but I did cry on my Instagram story because of something I went through with Ethan and it was kind of difficult for me. And just when I talk about him, generally I get emotional And I've said this before, my emotions, they manifest into tears. Like, it's just the way my body releases all of that tension, I guess you can say. I don't know how to explain it. But um, whenever something, like, triggering comes up, and it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. It's just something that's triggering for me. And whenever something triggering comes up, I get choked up and I start to cry and I've learned (laughs) through time um, to just talk through it. So it's like, it's kind of normal for me. Um, But a lot of people did reach out to me and, you know, they were they were checking on me. Um, Basically, they told me how they were crying along with me. And, you know, I really appreciate that. And I love y'all for that honestly um so I think you guys I'm okay Ethan's okay this is something that you know for the time being thank God is happens very few and far between so you know I take it as as it comes and while yes when it happens it's like oh my god (laughs) what is life but once that is over like once it's passed we get past it you know He woke up. I'm actually recording this episode while he's taking a nap, y'all. I don't know what his dad had him doing all day today, but he came home tired. 
and I know he's going to wake up and be starving. So, yeah, mommy mode 100% once this episode is over. So, you know what? Let's get into the motherfucking questions, okay? (laughs) All right, so... Let's just get into it. <laughs> All right. Question number one. What is your idea of a perfect relationship? To the root of it all, my idea of a perfect relationship would be complete and utter honesty. And let me let me just say this. Like, this is the bare minimum of an ideal relationship, if that makes any sense. Like, this is the base the foundation of it all. And when I say ideal, I literally mean ideal because I don't know if this is something I'm capable of at the moment. Um, But, you know, in an ideal world, that's what it would be. When you have utter honesty, and then let me add on to that, not just honesty, but also complete comprehension of one another or the ability to communicate to the point where you reach some sort of comprehension with one another. Um, A lot of people say, you know, talking is key, talking is key. Yeah, talking is cool. But if still y'all are having a communication breakdown, like y'all don't understand what the other person is saying, you know, your communication styles are different. All of that matters. And I think Having someone who can adapt their communication style to you is very important because from there you can talk about anything. You can talk about life choices. You can talk about financials. You can talk about family. You can talk about politics. You can talk about sex. You can talk about everything, everything. And with talking come solutions to any problems you may have, which to me, getting over any issues because Every relationship has problems. Every relationship has problems. Different problems, yes, but every relationship has problems. So the capability to get over those problems, its that's what I strive for in a perfect ideal relationship. That's it. And I really hope I'll get it one day. You know, um, I have been very much into introspection right so for the past couple of weeks I've really just been looking at myself like why does this happen to you why do things why do these things happen to you you know there's a lot of things that occur in my life that are repetitive and redundant and at at, at some point you really have to look at yourself and what what am I doing to enable these things to continue to happen to me? How am I conducting myself? How are people perceiving me? How are, just all these things, what am I doing to contribute to it? Because at the end of the day, the common denominator in all of those situations is me. So I must be providing something to the situation. So with all that being said, I've had a lot of introspection Um And a part of that has been relationships. Like, what do do relationships look like to me right now? June, what's today? June 4th. Oh, my God, it's my cousin's birthday. Happy birthday! 
Happy birthday, Josh. <laughs> Damn, I should probably hit him on, on like Facebook. Um, but yeah, June 4th, 2021. What does what do what does a relationship look like for me? What kind of man do I want? And then also, what kind of man what kind of person or woman is that man that I want looking for? And am I that person? Because at the end of the day, I can't call someone to me if I'm not the person they want, if that makes sense. So I've been working on me because I can't I can't be receptive to the things that I want in a partner if I don't bring myself to that level. And I can't expect anyone to carry me until I'm there. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a fucking love guru because, uh, listen, I'm not. And not even love guru, but just like person and identity and all that shit. All of these things come from conversations that I have with people and conversations that I have with friends. And I've just been thinking about what has Stephanie continuously done in all of these situations and what can Stephanie change because Stephanie can't Stephanie can't control anybody else's Stephanie cannot control anybody else's behavior Stephanie can only control herself and who she surrounds herself with so what am I doing wrong because it has to be something all right so that's question number one goddamn what what are we up? We're 10 minutes in and we're one question down. Okay, I think this is going to be a good episode. Um, all right, question number two. Why do you love astrology so much? Okay. So, I mean, I've referenced astrology already a couple of times in this episode. Um, if you came to the live show, then you know that I centered um, one of my segments from the live show about astrology, which was fun. I had great feedback about it. It's just something that I've grown to to love. I have known about astrology since I was little. I will never forget, like, my dad, I had to have been, let's see. I moved to Long Island when I was 12, going on 13. So we lived in 108 from when I was younger than 12 years old. And I remember my dad, he had bought like, I don't know what type of books these were, guys. It was literally like weird. Like it was about like alien, like one book was, it was a series of books and they were black. I don't know the name of them. And one of the books was about like aliens. The other one... Or, like, about space or something, like, or universes. I don't even remember what all the books were about. But I know the only book I was allowed to look at was the astrology book. And, you know, I, I knew how to read. I was probably, like, 8, 9, 10 years old. And I would read, you know, it's very simple. You know when your birthday is when you're that young. So it's like, okay, if your birthday is in between these dates, you are a cancer. And I would read about that. And then I think this is why very early on, I always remembered everybody's birthday because I would always look to see like, oh, um, Amanda is a Taurus. Joyce is a Libra. My mom is a Gemini. Like I just knew all of these things because I would read this book. Um, so it brings back a lot of nostalgia to me for me. And what turned me off for, from astrology for a very long time is that after the books, I didn't really have a lot of um, 
interaction with astrology. You know, this was pre-internet, pre-social media. You know what I'm saying? Um, or if I did have internet, I wasn't Googling about the sun, moon, and the stars. Like, you know, there were different things that I just was more interested in. Um, so the only interaction I had with astrology for a very long time was like your horoscopes. And I don't believe in horoscopes. They're cool. Sometimes they resonate. But for the most part, you know, I'm not really big on them. Um, they're more like affirmations or maybe like manifestation starters and things like that for me. As far as like predictions, um, no. I don't really use astrology as a prediction. And this is why, to get back to the question, this is why I love astrology. It's not about if I believe it to be true. It's more so about it provides me a way or an outlet to use my creative thinking, my, I'm sorry, not creative, my critical thinking processes, okay? If I meet somebody, I mean, think about it this way. Astrology is basically just like a classification system, right? Um, certain characteristics and certain signs some of them overlap you know um a characteristic of a sign in a certain house and a certain planet can mean different things people who you know only know about their sun sign don't realize that there's so many other planets people who just know about their sun sign don't realize that there's so many other planets that influence what's going on with you so for me like when I'm able to, like, look at somebody, sometimes I like to guess to see, like, damn, based on what this person did, based on how they love me, based on how they communicate with me, based on how they argue with me, what is it? And then I'll go look and sometimes I'll be wrong because there's so much to remember and listen I smoke and my memory, like, retention, I remember things that are of importance. Okay. Um, <laughs> other things, if I know I can Google it, if I know I can look it up quickly, then I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as far as all that, listen, I'm not going to remember. So sometimes I'm wrong. Other times it's like a confirmation, like, yes, I knew they were acting this way. Right. And at the end of the day, that could just be me wanting to believe in something. <clears throat> you know, having faith in something, energy, something greater than me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it can be 100% false. It can be, it can mean absolutely nothing. However, for example, if I know someone, <laughs> and this is going to sound crazy, but if I know someone is a great person, right? They are amazing. We laugh. We joke. Vibes is always A1. Like, great vibes all the time. But I know their Mercury is in Sagittarius, right? So to me, I'm going to know that this person, this particular person has no hair on their motherfucking tongue, okay? And when they talk to me, I can't really take so much offense of what they're saying to a degree, to a limit, you know, disrespect is disrespect. So, you know, but 
I know for certain things, they probably don't mean it in the way they come across because to me, tone is big and that can just be because of what's going on in my astrological chart. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, for me, it causes a lot of critical thinking. It causes me to like break down what may be going on with that particular person and how I can interact with them. You know, all of it may be bullshit. I don't know, but... Just because it gives me that leverage, in a way, it's kind of fire to me. And that's why I like astrology so much. Um, Okay, so we're going to get into the third question. I have a bunch of questions, guys. Who's your favorite musician? Okay. (laughs) When I start off this answer, you guys are going to be like, bitch, what the fuck? fuck are you talking about and shout out to cr because i was listening to introverted intervention introverted intuition today and he was talking about how for him the less you say the better your point comes across and i feel that 100 percent because me i can babble and i'm babbling right now okay anyway so you know how in weight loss (laughs) you have non-scale victories Right. You you know what I mean? Um, And you just feel amazing, even though you didn't actually lose weight in your weight loss journey. Like you didn't lose pounds, but your smaller clothes or whatever have you. Right. I feel like in my journey. To self-discovery. And that sounds so pretentious. (laughs) But I really feel this way. Like and this isn't like a. This might be the first time I'm saying those words out loud, that what I've been doing is a journey to self-discovery. But that's how I feel, like, dead ass. Um, But on my journey to self-discovery, I realized that I am so flaky that I I never had a favorite musician. I never put that much thought into it. And I could never name who my favorite music... Like, I would hate that question. Because I listen to so much music. And that would always be what I stand. You know, I listen to everything. My musical palette is so eclectic. And, you know, whatever. So, I don't even know if eclectic is the word. But I think that's it. So, anyways. But to answer the question... And I'm, I'm so, I'm, like, it's crazy how this question was asked of me. I was thinking about it maybe, like, two weeks ago. I feel like my favorite artist, musical artist, musician, would have to be Alicia Keys. And I know a lot of people would probably think I would have said Beyonce. And while Beyonce is great, you know, I'm not really beehive because I don't really... I don't really do hate groups. (laughs) Like, not that that's a hate group, but you know what I mean. Um, I love Beyonce, but Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, I want to say her first four albums, I can pinpoint what was going on in my life at that time. And it's fucking crazy. And it's almost like 
one my one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite song of all time. Actually, I was listening to it the other day, and it really pertains to the relationship that I have with the fake love of my life. And I never realized it. And I sing this song all the time at the top of my lungs. And whenever I hear it, I put it on repeat. It is that song. Like, I listen to it three times. Whenever it comes on shuffle. I'm I'm rewinding it three times. Period. And I never really thought about when the song came out. And what was going on in my life. And why I love it so much. But just to give you a little backstory, um, not backstory, but, you know, a little synopsis of it. Alicia Keys' first album, I think it was called Songs in A Minor. I was in high school when that song came out. I fucking love that album. What was that album and Ashanti's first album? I love those two motherfucking albums. They literally are like the epitome of my high school career, right? Boom. Then it was Diary. I think that was the name of it, right? And, no, yeah, it was Diary. And that was right after high school. I was, I had my first boyfriend. Oh, my God, guys. So, I tweeted today. If anybody knows, I've been watching Harry Potter like a fucking crackhead. Um, my ex-boyfriend after high school looks like Voldemort, y'all. <laughs> so crazy. But, anyways, so... You know, I was going through all of that. It was like my first, you know, he wasn't really a heartbreak, but like, you know, I felt like it was. And then this was the time where you could just start customizing ringtones for people who called you. And I had the Sprint Silver Flip camera phone. I don't know if y'all remember that one, but this is like throwback old school. And for this phone, you could set a ringtone for blocked numbers. And I thought I was so cool and so clever because my ringtone for block numbers was Alicia Keys, You Don't Know My Name. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. And anytime somebody called me with, oh, and it's because bitches was calling me with block numbers. This is when I was living by Dykeman. Oh my God. God, the drama, the drama, but I digress, um, so yeah, that was Diary, and then when I first moved in with Ethan's dad, um, I don't know the name of the album, but it was the one with my boo, with Superwoman, I had just found out I was gonna, I was pregnant, I think, at the time when I was listening to that, it was crazy, um, and then the one with unthinkable was when me and Ethan's father broke up and whoo child that album that album got me through and not even the whole album but just like certain songs in that album and listen so Alicia Keys is definitely my favorite musician like are you kidding me she's fire you don't see her playing those fucking that fucking piano skin on point I mean, yeah, you know, she had a scandal in her love life and the whole shit was Swiss, but they fine now. They be co-parenting, going on family trips and vacations. Like, fuck that. If if um, Nivea, that was her name, right? I'm looking at a bottle of Nivea, like literally it's staring at me in the face. 
Um, if she's not mad, then why the fuck are we mad? So, Alicia Keys is my favorite musician. Point blank, period. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Okay. Here comes the next question. What's the thesis with this other pod? Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I've... Okay, not my mic falling when I'm about to spill the tea. You know what? Universe, universe be knowing. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I am not naming the name of this podcast. If you know, you know. If you know who I'm referring to and agree, cool, sis, like, you feel me? Like, if you know who I'm referring to and don't agree, that's cool, too. It's no harm. I don't care if you agree or not. I'm not holding it against you. I hope you don't hold it against me. But I really don't care. Because, and the reason why I don't care if you agree or not is more so because I feel I can run with my assumptions. And I'm really trying to get past assuming things because I have a big a big problem and an issue with assuming things about everything. Not just about stupid petty shit like this, but just anything in life. Like, I assume people know what I mean when I talk, even though I'm being kind of vague. I assume... I know what people are thinking or what their attentions are all the time. I make some scenarios in my head. I'm always in my head. My mind is always going, 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 going. And because of that, because my mind is always racing, I'm always coming up with scenarios and I, and I forget what's real and what's not. I don't know. It's hard to explain. And once I, once I can afford therapy, I swear to God, I'm going to get back in it. I promise you. Um, but yeah, so... If I asked you what the issue was and you did not tell me what the issue was, then I feel like that is confirmation for me to run with whatever scenario happens in my head. And if the scenario in my head is that I feel like you're getting inspired by me because I'm tired of using the word copying and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But um, if I feel like you're being inspired by me while also acting like I don't exist, that's corny to me and I am going to continue to talk about it. The only reason why I'm not saying your name is because I'm not trying to give you free promo. Point blank, period. And that's why if you know, you know. Cool. And if you don't know... Maybe I'll come up with a nickname. You know how I come up with nicknames for, like, the booze I've had? And I'm sure, like, you guys don't even pick up on it because they just come out so, like, randomly. But I don't name names. And I'm sorry. I sound like, listen, I just had a coughing attack. I sound like I'm crying, but I promise you I'm not. Look, I have video. I'm not crying, y'all. So, yeah, they're not getting free promo from me. Um, I will say this, I po when I refer to things on my story, 
And when I have these like, are you dead ass rants, nine times out of 10, those rants are fueled by emotion. So when I talk, I use words that I don't necessarily mean just because I'm talking quickly. It's it's literally off the dome. Like, I don't, I'm not thinking about really what I'm saying. I just know I'm getting my point across from what I think is me getting my point across. A lot of the times, y'all don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> and it's because I really just use it as an outlet. But a lot of the times, y'all don't really know what I'm talking about. When I talk about, when I talk about copying, I don't mean a copycat like elementary school and oh my god she's copying my work and I'm the first one to do it and I'm the originator and I'm so creative and I'm the only podcaster that does this ever that would be stupid and I'm not stupid I'm not stupid what I mean is I don't appreciate you trying to garner your inspiration from me and it's clear it's from me based on the evidence that I have collected and let me just say I have receipts I can prove why I feel the way I do if it's the truth and what's actually happening don't know don't care I know for me I can prove why I feel the way I do and if you don't want to talk about it because you didn't want to talk about it, then I'm going to just feel the way I feel. And because I feel the way I feel, I will go to my platform and talk the way I talk. Point blank period. I get a lot of inspiration from a lot of places. But I don't get inspiration from people I don't fuck with. If I don't fuck with you... Why would I want to do the things you're doing? If I don't fuck with you, why would I want to do the strategies you're doing? I don't fuck with you. So why would I want to do anything that you're doing in the way that you're doing it? Let's think about that. Critically, let's think about that. If I don't like somebody, I don't like what they stand for. I don't like the vibes that they're giving and their energy around me. And I'm protecting my energy and all of that, as people say. Why would you mimic something that I put my energy into? That's all I'm saying. So when I say this person and when I talk these things, it is very specific to this person. Like I said before, I get inspiration from everywhere. I get inspiration from Aaliyah's face when it comes to how I'm dressing, the things that I buy, the way that I do my hair. I am getting inspiration from Mandy B., who I had the privilege of being on her, on her podcast period since a couple of weeks ago. And I had the privilege of speaking to her one-on-one -on -one and connecting with her and building something with her. But then also I'm, I'm inspired by her because she has so much going on and she is where I want to be. I'm inspired by Brianda, who was on my uh, podcast a couple of weeks ago. I'm inspired by her production of her podcast, the way that she does things, the way that her mind works when she's putting things together. I'm inspired 
as fuck by that. I'm inspired by Wheezy. She opened a fucking a space, bro. Brick and motor in 2021? That's a really big deal, and I don't think people understand that. I'm inspired as fuck by these people, but I also respect them. And if you're going to be inspired by somebody, then respect the person. And the way this person is acting towards me is not respect. So therefore, I don't respect you. And that's the T. Hey guys, if you have been thinking about starting a podcast or your current podcast needs a little help, I have the solution for you. Today's show is brought to you by Idea to Launch Academy, the only multicultural podcast academy that to date has helped launch over 500 podcasts. Anyone can launch a podcast, but it takes work and a solid foundation to have a profitable and successful podcast that stands out from the rest. You can Google how to start a podcast and publish it, but then who's going to listen? When I started my podcast journey a little bit over a year ago, the best decision I made was to actually enroll in the Idea to Launch Academy. It provided me with not only all of the tools I needed to successfully upload my podcast to these streaming services, but Carla also helped me narrow down my niche. She helped me with my artwork during our consultation call. It was just, I needed an editing eye, right? This is my first time doing anything like this. And enrolling in Idea to Launch was the best decision I made. And who's Carla, you ask? Carla Wilmaris, the CEO and founder of Idea to Launch, has put together a course that will help you take your podcast from Idea to launch in 30 days with her five-phase formula that helped her reach over 100,000 downloads in less than a year without a social media presence or any tech background. In the course, you learn how to come up and refine your podcast topic, artwork, recording, editing, marketing, and so much more. Also, when you are a part of the course, you become part of a community of podcasters that all help and inspire each other. I'm one of them, guys. So if you ever need any help, you can reach out to me for sure. Use the link in the description to enroll in the Launch Your Podcast in 30 Days 2.0. Let them know I sent you and get the Instagram 101 crash course for free. Enrollment is now open. I'm going to answer one more question, and okay, this is a good one, and this is kind of one that I wanted to talk about. Whatever happened to Patreon? All right, guys, so with Patreon, um, it's coming. Something is coming. I need to give more to my listeners. I know you guys want more of me, and I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you different types of content. It is going to be amazing. I have a lot of things coming up. I have a lot of different things in the works. Um, So I'm very much excited about that. Um, I need certain things first, which I'm working on, and that's why... I need to I need to take my time with it. And also Mercury is in retrograde. I'm not really trying to um, release anything right now with the move. I have a lot going on, a lot on my plate. And I feel like I've been saying this for so long. But you know what? I am in a... 
I am in a transitionary point in my life. And I feel like people take for granted how long a transitionary period really is. A transition can take a second. A transition can, like on TikTok, a transition can take years. Um, and not to say that I'm going to be years in this particular transitionary period, but in this phase of it, it's going to take me a little bit. And that's okay. Because what I'm working on is not short term. This is shit that I'm working on for long term, for the long run. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was listening to Imani's podcast today, another person who I get inspiration from all the time. The way she speaks when it's a solo episode, that's what that's honestly. Imani, I love you if you're listening to this podcast. If not, I still love you. I still fuck with you. The way she speaks to this mic when it's just her alone, that's really what I was trying to convey in this episode. I'm trying to talk to you guys. I'm trying to speak into your ear. I'm trying to pour myself into you as much as I can in this instance. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to talk to let you know that you're not the only one going through this particular thing it may not look exactly how my situation looks but the feeling you may feel you're not alone and I just want I want my listeners to to be able to pull from this podcast I want my listeners to listen to this podcast and make themselves self-reflect make them look internally even maybe talk to me and be like yo Stephanie I was listening to your pod and you know this situation and this is my take on it. I'll take that. I'm an adult. I can take critiques as long as it's respectful. But before we get out of here, I haven't done an argue dead ass, I feel like for real, in so fucking long. And I haven't argued dead ass today. Okay, guys? Why in the fuck, when you're ovulating, you feel sexy as fuck? Can somebody explain that shit to me? It's like your whole body is trying to conspire against you to get pregnant. I'm not trying to have any babies. And I'm sorry, mom and Titi Buckus, if you're listening to this right now, you can probably five, stop it. I'll wait four, five seconds. Three, two, one, zero. I just want to get my back blown out. Okay? I just want to be fucked. And it's because I'm ovulating and I don't understand why. I don't understand why. Please make it make sense. It's like Mother Nature is like, bitch, you know you're about to be 36, right? You know if you want to have a kid, you have to have a kid pretty soon, right? You know that um, you're looking pretty good and I'm sure somebody's going to want to bust all up in you, right? <laughs> what? Mother Nature, I'm going to need for you to settle the fuck down. Okay, I'm not a handmaid in The Handmaid's Tale. I don't want to have a baby against my will and my body. I'm going to have to tell you to chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. Because I'm not going on birth control to calm you down. So me and you are just going to have to sit down and have a conversation with each other and be like, listen, girl. I'm not going to get pregnant anytime soon. There's a couple of things I need first before I can get pregnant. Sorry. It is what it is. If I don't get pregnant before I lose all my eggs, I don't get pregnant. It's okay. I have my baby. And in the situation that I'm in, he'll always be my baby. So I'm okay with it. All right. 
Whew. This was a great episode, y'all. I feel like I got so... I've been wanting to do this. I've been wanting to do an episode like this, a solo episode, where I just, like, bear a bunch of shit about myself for so long. Probably since um, my my anniversary. And I did have a solo episode after that, I think. But it was more so, like, about my anniversary. But I wanted to do something like this for so long. And I just couldn't... I don't know. The timing wasn't right. But I felt the timing was right today. I have really been on a path of synergy and alignment. Yeah, synergy and alignment. A lot of the things that have happened have happened so organically and so naturally. It's just like, no one can tell me it wasn't meant for me. Nobody. No one can say that this was not meant for Stephanie because the way it just happens, the way it just flows. I don't force anything. Do you know how it feels to not have to put pressure and things just happen and things just flow? That is amazing. And this has been amazing. And I thank you all for tuning in and hearing me ramble each and every week. We're having a great couple of guests coming up within the next couple of weeks, y'all. I am so fucking excited. Y'all have no idea. Um, Look out for some changes coming up with Do I Look Fat and Steffi Kiss all around. Um, You will be seeing more of Sir Ethan. And... Yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. Please remember to rate and review five stars in the Apple iTunes app. It is, listen, it does amazing for where I'm at and where I want to be with this show. So please do it. Rate five stars. Um, Leave a review. You can edit your reviews, guys. If you already left a review, leave me another one. Tell me how you feel. Like, I've changed in a year. You know what I'm saying? Things are so different. So go in there and leave me a review. Also, if you want to hear my rants on Instagram, how I feel about Harry Potter and 90210, my Instagram is underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. Um, And the Do I Look Fat Instagram is Do I Look Fat Pod, exactly how it sounds. Everything will be linked down below. And thank you for tuning in to another episode. And I will see you next Fine and Thick Friday. Bye.